What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and type in the promo code TanandJman when you check out, that's right, TanandJman, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021, that's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short-sleeve t-shirt, long-sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass coffee mug, stickers, so much more. TanandJmanShowStore.com makes the perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time, you can look great doing so. Please go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. It is 6.30 Eastern Time on a Monday night. You know what that means. Time for another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. I'm Tanner Lee alongside Josh the J-Man, who's to my right on the screen. J-Man, how's it going? What up there, T-Dog? We're getting close to Christmas. Yes, sir. I see the Santa hat. A little tight. <laughs> it is very tight on my head. It's kind of squishing the pressure in my brain here, which it's not a lot of brain cells up there to begin with. So, <laughs> got to be honest, uh, you don't give off a Santa Claus vibe. I don't know yeah. if it's body type, the lack of a white beard. Um, yeah. A lot of things there. I yeah. don't get off the Santa type, but uh, happy to be here, ready for a fun show. Uh, what's before we get started? What's if you had a sports related thing to put on your Christmas list? What mm. would it be? Sports related thing. The Rickets to sell the Cubs, Cubs win a World Series. Uh, that would probably be on there. Uh, I want at least a Sweet Sixteen berth this year for the Illini. That's fair. Uh, haven't happened since two thousand five. Um, once they get in, hopefully it makes some noise. Yeah, I got two. I'd have a Final Four appearance for the Boilers mm-hmm. for the first time since 1980 and for the Broncos to have a new owner, new coaching staff, and new quarterback come 2022. Yep. I saw that I on think your we're Twitter getting close. last night. I think we're you getting think close. So? I mean, I'm thinking so too. Um, uh, I don't know, though. You could make the argument um, – say they win two of the last three. I, I don't see that happening, but finish nine and eight. I suppose they could keep Fangio and some of the staff and try to see what the, he could do with the new quarterback, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's going to make a difference. They have Vegas. Yep. Um, L.A. Chargers and yep. Kansas City. Yeah, is that it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, two, two out of three might be uh, might be stretching a little oh, bit. Maybe okay. Kansas City will have things locked uh, up by yep. then. And... That's what I'm kind of hoping. But yeah, yeah, they blew it yesterday. They had a chance to. Yeah. Staying hot yesterday, and they just blew it. So all of a sudden, I mean, it looked forever like the AFC was awful, but now you have a bunch of teams that are at least eight and six and better. Mm-hmm. Seven teams in there, and then you have a bunch of teams right at five hundred. Uh, AFC's looking pretty good. In the NFC, we're starting to see one team kind of be the outlier there. I think so. We'll talk about yeah, that more in a little unfortunately. bit. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, I got some birdie bug for you. You want to hear right. this real quick? As I punch yep. my microphone on the way by. <laughs> Um, let's see. Ryan Tannehill now has 18 rushing touchdowns since joining the Titans in 2019. That is the third most by any quarterback over that span. Can you name the two players that have more two quarterbacks? I should say that have more rushing touchdowns. So there's two guys Um, that have more rushing touchdowns that time span than Tannehill. Wow. Yeah. Then he has 18 in that span. So, uh, two guys have more since 2019. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryson Candy Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies! I'm sure that was on your Christmas list there, D Dog. Uh, I can't say it was. But, <laughs> but I'm sure it's on a lot of people's out there. So mm-hmm. if you want some nice organic uh, veggies, uh, I don't think you can get any right now. But come come springtime, make sure to hit Noble Gnome up. Yeah, um, the grass is kind of dead now, so I assume everything else died with it. Well, he's got greenhouses. That's a good point. 
Well, I'm I'm not a I'm not a person that grows things, so I don't know. You'd, you'd have to ask Bryce himself. <laughs> Color me shocked there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm not very good at many things, but uh, especially not good at planting stuff. I'd pay money to watch. To to watch me out there digging some uh, digging in some soil. Yes. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would. So, uh, what do we start off tonight with? Um, we want to start off with some college hoops. Yeah, since we have not done a good job the last two weeks of talking yeah, a lot of college hoops because uh, our time management skills yeah. aren't always the best when it comes yeah, to the show. Not been very good, and of course, this week, um, not much happened last week in college basketball. Had some COVID cancellations and, and a lot uh, of COVID cancellations. Still was, seeing it yeah. this week. Yeah. So Rutgers uh, uh, affected today. It was finals week, so things were kind of slow to begin with, and then you add uh, some cancellations on top of that. It makes it kind of difficult to uh, follow. Yep, yeah, it does. But uh, both of our teams were in action. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your Illini a little bit? I don't remember yeah. who they played, but um, they played uh, St. Francis of Pennsylvania, and um, yeah, they won by fifty-eight points. I don't. It was kind of a boring game because there there's about 12 minutes left in the second half. I'm like, I might watch something else because there was literally <laughs> like I had nothing to watch uh, with that game. I mean, you can watch the freshmen, see if they do anything, but it was kind of boring. I ended up watching the entire thing as I usually do. Uh, but <laughs> set a school record hitting 18 threes um, on Saturday afternoon. They really imposed their will like they should on a team like St. Francis, Pennsylvania. Um Illinois' offense has been absolutely rolling since they got steamrolled by a bad Cincinnati team. That was kind of their wake-up call, and they've been pretty dang good since. Um, and I have an interesting stat here. You know, early in the year, I called Coleman Hawkins the most improved player in the country. Well, with Coleman Hawkins on the court, the Illini are dead last in the Big Ten in offensive efficiency. <laughs> Substitute him out for Jacob Grandison, and they are the number one team in college basketball in offensive efficiency. So it's kind of a no-brainer right now who you play. Yeah. Um, and that's Jacob Grandison, who's shooting the lights out of the ball, shooting 50% from three. Um, he's been arguably their most important player besides Kofi. So what uh, you're but, saying there um, is the J-Man was wrong on that one. The J-Man was wrong. He was very wrong on that one. Um, but uh, I tweeted, Alfonso Plummer's the best shooter I've ever seen wearing the Lion-Eye jersey. And, I mean, he's on pace to break the record for threes made in the season, uh, break Luther Head's record. So he's shooting the heck out of the ball. Really, as a team, they're shooting the heck out of the ball, um, shooting close to 40% from three. They're hitting their free throws this year. Uh, Kofi's just pretty much dominated every team he's played besides Arizona. Um, so uh, liking the way they're trending right now, heading into the final two uh, non-con games of the season, heading into Big Ten play. And who who do they got? You might have already said, but um, I was busy sharing this on the socials. So they have uh, bragging rights on Wednesday. Against oh, that's Missouri. your favorite. That's always your favorite. It's my least favorite game of the entire season. And if they lose this one, I might shatter a window because Missouri it, is awful. Any sport, right? Like it's your any least sport. I, yeah. I hate this game every single year. <laughs> For whatever reason, Illinois has been better than Missouri each of the past three years, and they cannot beat them. I don't know what it is. Last year, they kind of got hurt by losing a coin flip um, and it being played in um, Missouri on the road. So that kind of hurt a little bit. But uh, there's no excuses to lose this one whatsoever. I saw the um, the map, uh, you know, in this game. Half the crowd is wearing Illinois colors. Half the crowd's wearing Missouri. I saw the map of people who have bought tickets, and the entire Illinois section is completely filled, wrapped around, and Missouri has like one section in the corner um, that's already been bought. So it's looking like it's going to be about 80-20 Illini fans, as it probably should be because they're significantly better. But, uh, yeah, Underwood has talked about it uh, quite a bit here the past few days, how they have not matched Missouri's level of intensity in that game, and that's that's got to change. Um, he's kind of spoke ad nauseum about Illinois' lack of toughness this year, um, which it was really on display against Arizona where they got out-rebounded by, I don't know how many offensive rebounds they gave up, but then they gave up, I think, 12 offensive rebounds against St. Francis in the first half, which a lot of that was due to St. Francis jacking up some terrible threes and then getting long rebounds. That is what it is. Um, but they need to play a lot tougher here against Missouri in order to uh, 
get a win, but I think they should win fairly easily. Is that at the and then they have Scott Trade Center? Yep, yep, it's at Scott Trade Center. Um, That's their only game this week, and then they have Florida A and M next week. So should head into Big Ten play at about ten at ten and three. They better head into Big Ten play at ten and three. Yeah, Um, yeah, and then they're expecting. Andre Curbelo back early January. I wish he'd be back for at least the Florida A&M game just to get his feet wet because you don't want him to throw him into the fire against like Purdue on January 11th and um, him be super, super rusty in that game. So uh, once they get him back, get a pure point guard back, I think they should be pretty dang good. And I honestly, I think they'll finish in the top four or five of the Big Ten like uh, most people were predicting. Is that game on the 11th? I thought it was on the 18th. Why was I thinking? Oh, it's at 11 a.m. That's what yeah. I was thinking yeah. on yeah, a Monday. I was like, I, was like, I um, think Purdue goes to Michigan it, on the 11th. Yeah, it, it it is the 18th. I, okay. I had the time in my in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Um. Who, whoever scheduled that game's an idiot. Let's just blame it on Kevin Warren. It's I'm going to blame it on him regardless. I'm, I might have a little bit of a cough and a sore throat that day and uh, stay <laughs> home from work. But, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Wouldn't be the first time I've done that. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be glued to the J-Man's Twitter around 9 o'clock. Sorry, 9 o'clock Wednesday night. Hopefully, um, my Twitter will be fairly quiet because that means they're playing well. If they're not playing well, if you haven't noticed, um, I mean, it was pretty evident yesterday during the Dolphins. Two game, weeks! I was, Two I was weeks. on top of them for the first half, and then I shut up once they took the lead. Uh, so I've always said I'm more happy when I'm miserable. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, you are a must follow when your sports teams are struggling a little bit. It's pretty interesting. Which they they usually do. So follow me, Muntdog sixteen. You can follow me at uh, Tannerly ninety two. But I've been pretty quiet lately, even during yeah, games. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, been watching games instead. Once I got home uh, last night and I saw that the Broncos lost, I'd go straight to your Twitter just to see what you've been saying. You only said that thing about wanting a new uh, coach, yeah. owner, quarterback. Well, well, to be fair, I did have family Christmas yesterday and ah. was watching it on my phone for the first, oh, I don't know, first half, really. Mm. And then watched the second half at home. I got a little fired up in the second half, but I just never took time to tweak because I was trying to order dinner, too, and then a whole bunch of things. So. Yeah, dinner dinner takes priority. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'll talk about the Broncos when we get into the NFL. But uh, uh, Crossroads Classic, 11th year of the event uh, last year of it thanks to indiana and notre dame wanting out um for different reasons notre dame won outs too they won it out because they literally bring like 50 people um yeah they don't yeah i mean mean, they're all understandable yeah um i mean a lot of the fans in that building have notre dame and indiana attire on it's like i mean you'll see a see like a notre dame hat and an indiana shirt or indiana hat and notre dame shirt and you think I'm making it up? No, there were a lot on Twitter <laughs> people were taking pictures <laughs> of. Um, but Indiana wanted out because they don't think they get anything out of this event, which it's kind of funny. They went eight and three in this event in 11 years. Yeah, they were usually pretty solid yeah. in it. And you, I mean, you get a win against Butler or Notre Dame. I mean, some years, like this year, mm-hmm. Butler and Notre Dame aren't good. Other years, they're that's a good win. So right. they want to get a more national marquee game or event so they went and scheduled a home and home with home and home with kansas that starts next year yeah good good for them i mean you don't see home and homes too often in college basketball anymore um you see the neutral site games or if there's like a the big 10 acc challenge of course Mm -hmm. um you don't really see home and home so credit both those schools for um for scheduling each other, and uh, I'll be looking forward to Kansas uh, wiping the floor with them. Well, it's, the, it's the Adidas Classic, so as I'm calling it, because they're Adidas, mm. probably two yeah. biggest schools. Yeah. Adidas doesn't and, have a ton left, and they say they want to be in like one of those things. Uh, what is the Champions Champions Classic Club. with mm-hmm. Michigan State, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky? Well, those mm-hmm. teams would just kill them. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't been remotely close to any of those four teams the past. 15 to 20 years outside of like those two years, Indiana was good under Tom Crean. Um, I know I'm going to get some crap for that here. Uh, once our buddy watches the show, but um, yeah, they aren't at that level anymore. They're no longer a blue blood. They are still for whatever reason, a brand name and um, the media loves them and they get put on ESPN quite a bit because of that brand name, but they haven't won anything. No, they really, I mean, the records, 
decent right now, but they don't have I mean, that great of wins. No, I, I mean, mean they no. lost to a bad Syracuse team. Um, who else did they lose to? Uh, they Wisconsin they, up twenty two. A huge lead against Wisconsin and lost. Now both road games. Sure. So they're they're not losses that are like, oh man, those are terrible. Sure. Um, but you blow a twenty two point lead with in the second half. I mean, that's awful in itself. And then Syracuse couldn't guard a soul against who they lose to. It was somebody real bad, and they gave up almost a hundred points to was it Colgate. I think it was Colgate. Yeah. Um, and then Indiana goes there, and they end up losing to them. Yep. So um, it is what it is. I, you know, and I haven't watched a ton of Indiana. I've just watched bits mm-hmm. and pieces. But when I see them, they don't look all that different from the Indiana teams no. the last few years. They play better defense. I will say that. Yeah. But on offense, it's still to me they might run better motions and sets, but it still looks like TJD and everybody else. Yeah. I mean. They haven't had shooters the past couple years. Armand Franklin was solid. Yeah. Um, Parker Stewart's a really good shooter. But like a guy like Miller Cop, who has this re- reputation for being a good shooter, he didn't really shoot the ball that well at Northwestern. Like I think he shot maybe 32% from three uh, last year at Northwestern. So they still need shooters, and they need more of a pure point guard. They thought Xavier Johnson was going to be a really good player for him, and he has really, really he's, struggled he's so He's a little far. dirty. Um, and he's dirty. Um, he hasn't shot the ball. Well, he's turning it over at will. Um, and people thought he'd come in there and lead the show right away and he'd be great. And he, it just hasn't been the case. Talk about people, Indiana fans thinking that a guy will come in and lead the show right away. Christian mm-hmm. Lander doesn't even play. Yeah. He doesn't play at all. Doesn't even play. Um, I mean, he was a five star recruit that reclassified in, to come in early. I wonder if he would have stuck in the original class he was in. Um, I mean, he'd, he'd be a freshman right now, right. and I think they could live with that. But Which really, he is a freshman about right now. If you he, have COVID he, he is, here, but at, yeah. yeah, with with COVID stuff. But um, I get what you're saying. But, I mean, he was a five-star guy, and he hasn't looked remotely close to that five-star status. Those guys can come in and be a stud right away, and he looks more like a unranked three-star than a five-star. If, if for Indiana to be really good, I think they just have to get more out of their guards, whether it's Johnson yeah. or Finnessy or Leal or, or uh, Lander if he eventually plays or whoever it may be. I mean, they just got to get more because, you know, Jack, Jackson Davis has got to be your stud. He's got to be your scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Race Thompson's got to be solid for you. Yeah, but, he, he does the dirty work, rebounds, uh, gets you 10 points a game. Solid, really solid player. Yeah, yeah, but uh, – yeah, because if Trace gets in foul trouble, then <laughs> I think yeah, exactly. I think losing Armand Franklin's hurt them more than yep. they want to admit. Uh, yeah, even even Al Durham, Al Durham had yeah, some sure. decent, decent spots. Yeah, um, I think they'd be looking a lot better with those guys there. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I know I know they don't have a too tar too tough of a start to the Big Ten season schedule wise. Mm-hmm. So so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Purdue Butler. <laughs> It, it really won <laughs> yeah. the game. Uh, thankfully, yeah. for from my point of view, uh, Purdue finished off Butler by 29. Uh, they were up as much as almost 40 a couple different times. Um, finally took care of Butler, which they did the last two times they played in the Crossroads Classic. Purdue ended up winning three of their last four in the Crossroads. Still had a bad record at four and seven mm-hmm. in the 11 years of this event. But uh, Butler's just not a good offensive team at all. And yeah. then take away their best player, who was sick, I mean, they were just uh, disadvantaged from the get-go. Purdue's got too much size. And uh, Butler's, right now at least, they're not an NCAA tournament team by any means. No. And I'm thinking this might be his – Laval Jordan, is that his name? I always forget his name. Yeah. Um, Their head coach. It might be his last year. They just – They've they've gotten progressively worse uh, throughout. The, I think he's been there four ish years. Yeah, it could be that you know I've talked to you know we have a lot of friends that are Butler's fan Butler fans and a lot of them think he'll maybe on the hot seat going into next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what might save him is in 2019 when the tournament got canceled, they were going to be a tourney team. That yeah. was one of their better yep. teams they've had since the back to back runner up teams. That's, I mean, that's a fair point. The past yeah. two years, they've been awful. Yeah. Um, and maybe give them one more year, but they haven't been recruiting nearly as right. well as they had in the right. past. Um, it's, it seems like that kind of magic of Butler is kind of worn off. Can we get the Thad Mata to Butler rumor heated up? Sure. He was there I'm, one time. I'm all, you know what? I'm all about starting unsubstantiated <laughs> rumors on this podcast. Brad Stevens uh, coming home to Butler. Yeah. Brad <laughs> Stevens leaving uh, the front office. Come home. 
Um, and then Notre Dame, I, I think this is time to be Mike Bray's last year up there. It's time for a change. Yeah, it's it's time for a change of scenery. I mean, he's been there since when, 2002? I think Something 2000. Like is it 2000? Yeah. Um, he's He's done some really good things sure. there. Sure. At a football school, but it's getting time to uh, time's kind of running out on him, and it's it's kind of getting bad. Uh, they I arguably, think- I I didn't really watch the game, but um, I was following on my phone. It seems like they were right in it up until the end, and then Indiana just kind of pulled away. They shot more wide open air balls than any Power <laughs> Five team I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. it was just hard to watch. I mean, I mean, um, oh, I'm blanking on their guard's name. He's a stud. Um, Prentice Hub Wesley. Oh yeah, he's a stud. I mean, he's got he he reminds me a lot of Jaden Ivy. He's the freshman, I yes. believe. Yes, because he 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 had a stretch when they were playing Illinois where he scored like sixteen straight yeah. points for him or something like that. They couldn't stop him. He kept him in the game. Yeah, he's definitely that. What it looks like to to me the bright spot, but other than that, they just don't have a lot. And yeah, like you said, uh, uh, Bray's done good things out of football school, but it seems like fan enthusiasm's kind of gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's his recruiting starting to dip. I, I just, I mean, I mean, looking at this Notre Dame team, to, for them to even be considered a tourney team, I think they got to take care of Duke and Carolina. Have to because the ACC is not looking oh, it's, good it's whatsoever. Awful. It's awful it, right it, now. It's looking like maybe a one bid league. If if North Carolina's <laughs> their second best team, I know they're not a tourney team. They got waxed by thirty against Kentucky. I know. Um, the ACC looks down once again. <laughs> Virginia's looked awful so far. In a Kentucky team who lost at Notre Dame last week. And yeah. College basketball is yeah. just weird. As our good friend Evan Webb told me the other day, college basketball is weird. It's, it's weird. Can't predict it. It is weird. But I was happy with the Boilers play. Uh, uh, Ivy played great. I mean, 6-6 six six for three-point range. By, show, yeah. by far the best shooting game. Travion Williams had a pretty good game without scoring too much. Zach Eady returned to dominating. Off the bench, I should say, they finally put Travion Williams into the starting lineup. First time he's mixed with the starting lineup at all. Um, I thought everybody for Purdue played pretty good except Brandon Newman. He continues to struggle. He continues to force things. He just got, I mean, shooters are good to shoot. I get mm-hmm. it, but he's got to let the game come to him. He just, you could tell his confidence is shot right now. And, and Purdue's going to need him at some point. Absolutely. Um, but uh, pretty happy with, with how they played. And uh, they have uh, incarnate word here at home tonight in about nine minutes. It starts at seven o'clock. I saw the spread on that. It was 39. It was 38 and a half last Walked time I up checked. to 39. <laughs> um, the reason they scheduled this game, and incarnate words like it's either Sagron or the Ken Palm. They're second to last in Division One. Yeah. <laughs> the reason they scheduled this game is uh, ex Purdue player Carson Cunningham's the head coach oh. at incarnate words. Okay. So, and Ryan Smith was an assistant coach. But he left about two weeks ago to go to Mercer to be the SID. Oh, and okay. Mercer's kind of becoming cool. Purdue South. Uh, Greg Gary's their head coach. DJ Bird's an assistant coach now. Ryan Smith's the SID there. So it's kind of becoming a pipeline. Um, that's the reason they scheduled this game. Uh, in Incarnate Word has three kids from Indiana high schools. So that would be nice for them to come, come home in, in their home state and, and play at a big venue too. But uh, Purdue shouldn't struggle tonight. If they do, they're uh, – there's a problem. Purdue by at least 50, I would say. I hope the walk-ons get a lot of PT. Uh, they, they got, sh- they got, they they got sh- a few minutes the other night. I was so. going to say they might get eight eight minutes or so. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if Painter would do that. but uh, uh, It's the walk-ons and Caleb first. There's always the lineup to finish yeah. the game off. Uh, <laughs> they got Incarnate Word, and then they got Nichols next week, who gave Wisconsin all they wanted the other night. But that Did was they? a Wisconsin team without Johnny Davis. Wisconsin wow. won by three, and we're down by nine and a half. Really? I didn't yeah. see that. I haven't yeah. really followed much here. Yeah. So this past week. Um yeah. Incarnate Words two and nine. Yeah, they're not good. Uh Northwestern plays Illinois Springfield tonight. I don't think that's a division one. I was gonna say school. I've never heard of them. Yeah, it's not a D one school. This is a bad week for college basketball, besides yeah. the bragging right games, really. It's better than last week though, during the yeah. week for whatever reason. You can get into that Illinois Springfield Northwestern game for as low as two dollars. I was good. I thought you were gonna say ninety nine cents or something. Yeah. You can get into the Purdue game for as low as nine dollars. That's, That's by far the lowest. I was yeah. gonna say the lowest I've ever seen it. I know Christmas the Iowa week. game. The Iowa game that that it was a Friday night game, and, and you know they were trying to become number one in the country. The lowest mm-hmm. value ticket for the very top of Mackey was like eighty five bucks. Wow, which was about the really highest good. I'd ever seen that. So yeah. for a December game. Um, but yep, they should they should finish the non-con. 
undefeated, which would be the first time mm-hmm. since 09-10. They do have that conference loss to Rutgers, but uh, got some winning bowl games to start the Big Ten slate. I think they open up with Wisconsin at home and then at Penn State. So, yeah, ready for it. Ready for Big Ten play. Should be fun. Oh, me too. It's going to be an absolute grind once again. Always is. Um, which is, it's always fun. It's it's it, a lot better than playing the Incarnate Words in St. Francis, Pennsylvania's of the world. I just hope, and, and right now this is probably a, a long shot hope, I hope the Big Ten can get through a season without anybody having to uh, forfeit a game within conference because I just think that's a crock rule. I hate that rule. Well, I wish they would have had Michigan forfeit some games last year. and I would have another banner up <laughs> yeah. in their uh, – arena but, but that's uh, what i'm saying yeah this I, could I, I cost somebody stupid. a conference title yeah i mean and, yeah, and and it, if the yeah. players are vaccinated and and, and and even got their boosters and they test positive with asymptomatic i mean i don't know i don't know right. man i'm not a scientist i don't know but i know i'm, I'm gonna, it's, just, it's above my pay grade i know but i i you know it happened tonight <laughs> um DePaul, i think had a forfeit uh big east game so no, it's like, cares. man, who cares about the Paul? I know you don't, but I'm just saying it's, it's too bad. Tuesday night, we have Purdue Fort Wayne at Michigan. Michigan, even though Michigan's not playing well, but Michigan win that one. No, who'd they blow out over the weekend? Um, they blew somebody out on Saturday. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Michigan state at Oakland. They always seem to play and Oakland usually gives them oh, a tough game. Yeah. It's, it's in little Caesars arena. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and I want to say this real quick before I forget, because you, you brought up Detroit. A uh, good friend of the show, Sean Shriver, sh- shared this with my dad and I today, and it blew my mind. Um, yesterday, the Lions and Pistons won by double digits on the same day for the first time since 1973. <laughs> incredible? That's hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think Michigan State will win, but it, it doesn't surprise me if, if Oakland gives them a game, because they usually do. I don't- I don't think um, Michigan State or yeah, Michigan State's nearly as good as the eleventh best team in the country. I think they're pretty good. Um, but I haven't watched them, and I think they're definitely better than last year. They shouldn't have been even in the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, um, they got a hop, but uh, yeah, give me Michigan State. Uh, Southeast Louisiana at Iowa. Iowa blew out Utah State. Iowa. Yeah, give me Iowa. Um, Illinois against Missouri and the bragging rights. I'll give you the line, IJ, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, if all goes well, Illinois should roll by 15. But, again, it usually doesn't go well. But, Illinois uh, at the buzzer in overtime. Give me, give me <laughs> Illinois, man. You give J-Man a heart attack. I was going to say, I'll be dripping sweat. Uh, Northern I Kentucky. Want. I, want, I, want, I would mind seeing the Illinois win, but I wanted to be tight just to see your reactions <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, I'd be a wreck. Uh, Northern Kentucky at Arizona or Arizona at Indiana. Uh, the Norse. Um, yeah. Indiana takes care of them pretty easily. Yeah. Indiana should. Here's the best game of the week. Kennesaw state at Nebraska. I'll take Nebraska just cause I don't know anything about Kennesaw state. Kennesaw state's four and seven. Right. They're and five on the road. Nebraska got beat pretty good at home uh, to a mediocre Kansas state team. Do you think they wouldn't have got rid of miles? Um, they shouldn't have, and I think this might be Hoiberg's last year already after three because it's going yep. rough there. Yep. Uh, give me Nebraska, though. Two and eight, Green Bay traveling to Minnesota. Uh, Golden Gophers. Yeah, give me Minnesota. I think Illinois opens at Minnesota, Big Ten play. Uh, speaking, you brought up Indiana against um, Northern Kentucky and remind me, did you know Indiana doesn't leave the state of Indiana in the whole month of December? That doesn't surprise me. It seems like no. they never do to begin with. Well, they only have well, Syracuse, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's been there only two times. That's it? They didn't play in a holiday tourney or anything? It did the Hoosier Classic. That was like they created. It was like Jacksonville State and somebody else. Good like Lord. two of their non-conference <laughs> games were like the Hoosier Classic <laughs> it was billed as. That's pathetic. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it for the week because we have two games that have been canceled on Thursday. Um, or postponed, and then it's Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then there's no game Sunday. So, yeah. 
Well, well we got. sticking with college sports a little bit, it's not really even long enough to be a segment, but uh, I want to thank everybody for getting in the Tan and J-Man show uh, bull pick em contest. We had 21 entries, but only 17 made picks. <laughs> so really, we only had 17 oh. entries. Um, but right now, I just looked at the standings. We got a, a two-way tie for first between the J-Man and our good buddy Evan Webb. Yes, sir. At 190 with uh, Nate Mills. Uh, my cousin's husband, right right behind at 185. Then Cameron Screeton, another good buddy at the show at 161. Uh, last place right now is... Uh, Please say uh, No, Andrew's, uh, Andrew's up there with 144. I have 122. Uh, the last place guy is with 31 points. Um, good friend of the show, Big Tex, has, he only has 41, but he, he's going in order. One, two, three, four, oh, five, six. Okay. So a lot of strategy involved in this. Uh, it's it far from tough. over. It's early. It's early. It was tough to put confidence points on him. Um, J-Man's so only I, missed two games. Man, I'm, a, I'm the man. 33-pointer uh, of App State and 31 of BYU. Well, those are big ones that I missed, but I'm coming for you, web dog. Yes, and uh, Evans missed 39 points, Toledo, 34 Jackson State, 40 BYU, and five on Oregon State. Mm. Man, Jackson State, that's the uh, that's Dion's team, isn't it? Yeah, I had them for 43 out of 44 points. They were like 11 and one, and they lost to a six and five team. I know. I thought uh, I thought for sure they would Got beat uh, South Carolina State, and they did. Yeah, not. that's who it was. Man, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I'm I'm not off to a hot start, but. Uh, Plenty, plenty of games remaining, plenty of points to be won or lost. Uh, it'll be fun. And, yeah, J-Man, if you win, you got to get yourself a Tanner J-Man shirt. I got to. <laughs> it's going to make you. I need some more. Get some yeah. merch, by the way, people. Yeah, get some merch. Uh, glad you brought that up, J-Man. Uh, right now it's through the end of the year. So for the next week and a half through, yeah, what, what is that, next Friday, uh, go on TanandJmanShowStore.com. Use the promo code TanandJman. That's in all caps for free shipping. On all items, so yeah, get yourself something. You unfortunately you can't really get it for a last minute holiday gift. It won't get there in time, but uh, yeah. you can still get yourself something. Start get off twenty twenty two looking great and supporting our podcast. Looking great in some merch. Yes. yes. This episode of the Tan and J Man Show is brought to you by the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand bread tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Damn Landing is the place to be. Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. It focuses on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. So I had for dinner last night. Damn Landing's got some damn good food. Uh, tenderloin and some tots. Mm-hmm. And this episode of the Tan and J-Man Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more different repair tools, ball markers, hats at circle15golf.com. Hopefully you got the golfer in your family some Circle 15 products. Yes, sir. You want to uh, get educated real quick? Sure, why not? I can always use it to get a little smarter. On this day in 1929, the American League votes to return the best of seven World Series while the NL votes wanting a best of nine. Judge nah, I'm Kennesaw- good with seven. I'm good with Me seven. Too. Judge Kennesaw Mountain Landis, awesome name. He's the first Major League Baseball commissioner, uh, cast deciding vote for best of seven. Yeah, good job, Judge. Uh-huh. Kennesaw Landis. This- on this day in 1925, who won the National Football League Championship? 1925. Let's go with the mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. I don't even know Chicago Cardinals win a controversial first past the post title. Um, Pottsville Maroons were suspended after playing an unsanctioned game. I just learned a whole lot right there. I did too, and I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> hey, you, made, you were confident. You made it sound like uh-huh. that. 
Um, on this day in 1966, the NBA awards Seattle Supersonics a franchise. Bring them back. Bring them Bring back. Them back. They've Bring been out back. since 2008. The city got royally screwed over. Mm-hmm. Bring them back. That will be my NBA team. I am ready because right now, I mean, I call myself a Pacers fan, but I haven't watched a minute of them, and I am more of a player fan in the NBA than I am a team. But bring the Sonics back. Bring them back. I'm all on board. <laughs> <laughs> 1985, sportscaster Howard Cosell retires from television sports after 20 years with ABC. Legendary name. Yeah, he um, he's a pretty good one. That's it. That's so all I got. got. All he got. Yeah, there's twentieth. Literally nothing. 1985 is the last one. We have a Davis Cup. I don't know what that is. Um, Davis Cup. Davis Cup. There, then there's another Davis Cup 2001, and that's where it cuts off. Not a whole lot this week. It is kind of a slow sports week, I guess. It is. It is. But. Um, we want to thank the uh, Proforma Print House, like always, for uh, sponsoring the On This Day segment. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response for all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company by giving them a call at 574 210 3815. Yes, sir. You want to talk some NFL here? There. Uh, before I do that, let's go to the word association segment. Perfect. I, I want to get this out of the way because I'm it's, excited it's, for this. It's, it's not NFL related. It's actually NBA related because Ooh, nice. the NBA plays games annually on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I looked at some of the greatest performances on Christmas Day, picked out some names. Want to get your first thing that comes to your mind about some of these names? Starting way back with the legendary Will Chamberlain. Oh, man, 100 points. That's all I can – not the first thing I thought of, but uh, that's the second thing I thought of. <laughs> he uh, – best rebounder to ever play the game. I mean, the guy yeah. – they changed low post rules for this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this they guy. did. They did. He was uh, – he was – he was massive. You know, he uh, he's one when a lot of people talk about their Mount Rushmore. I don't think he did, gets discussed enough. It's a good point. It's a very good point. He uh, he was probably a top five player of all time, maybe yeah. top four. Nate Tiny Archibald. Oh man, um, he go to where did he go to school? Kansas. That sounds right. It does sound. I don't know if I'm right. I don't or know not, much but, about uh, him. <laughs> I don't either. Must be tiny. Oh. There you go, Bernard King. Oh, was he a Nick? Yes. New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, he was one of the legendary Nick. A lot of mm-hmm. Knicks fans' favorite player, I think, of all time. Or yeah. another, or another guy that's actually next on my list, Patrick Ewing. Um, let's see. Uh, could never win a championship. Close. Georgetown. He's a, Close a terrible, terrible head coach at Georgetown. Not going so hot for Patrick no. Ewing. No. Penny Hardaway. Um, cheater. Mainly from his college coaching days. Um, yeah, I mean, he was an unbelievable point guard. He was kind of in that Magic Johnson mold where he was taller, um, like a six seven ish point guard. Uh, really good though. Him and Shaq and Nick Anderson, pretty formidable trio there in Orlando. It's kind of what could have what could have been with Penny's NBA mm-hmm. career. I mean, yeah. um, injuries just derailed his career. Mm-hmm. Akeem, the Dream Olajuwon. Man, um, he was picked right after Michael Jordan, but people don't talk about that one like they do, or or picked picked right before. Sorry, right before Sam picked, Bowie, then Akeem. Yep, yep. Pick, picked right before. People don't talk about that one like they do Sam Bowie. Can you tell me what other team he? I think he only played for two teams. What other team he played in NBA for besides the Rockets? It's Toronto, wasn't it? Yeah, I think those are the only two teams he played for. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. He was my favorite player growing up. Had a poster of him. Uh, yeah, Sports Illustrated for Kids poster. You remember how there used to be a poster in there you could rip out? Oh, yeah. Um, that thing was on my wall for a long time in middle school. Magic? When he was on the Magic? Yep. Or was he a Rocket then? Rocket. Um, no, he, he was a Magic at the time. Um, I, I even wore shoes. Yep. I had T-Mac 2s one year. Yeah. Played ball in those. Those were good shoots. And I had T-Mac, I want to say 4s. They were the ones with – they were kind of the first shoes out there, at least for basketball shoes, that didn't have laces. 
they had the pump on the back that you screwed and you're yes. supposed to tighten the pressure. They didn't work all that great. No, I didn't like him. No. Um, he had, he was one of those great NBA players that had a real tough go in the playoffs. He could not get out of the first round. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember him and Vince Sanity for the Raptors when he was really young. The Cousins. Yeah. They were always yeah, fun to cousins. watch. Shaquille O'Neal. Diesel. Yep. Uh, he's a, I mean, he's probably the most physical dominating force we've ever seen in the NBA, at least in our lifetimes. Um, he's hilarious, too. Seems one like of the most really likable, yeah, well, yeah. At least from the surface, one of the most likable sports figures out there. Does a mm-hmm. lot of good for a lot of people out there. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Bean, um, clutch. That dude was clutch. He was a killer. He he kind of had that MJ mentality to him. Sure did, Mamba like. Yep. Phil Jackson, triangle offense. That's the first thing I can think of. I mean, obviously one. How many championships? 11? Is that how many? Sounds one? right. Um, I mean, one of the greatest ever. And who, who who knows if his career ends up the way it does if he doesn't have Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal? Right, right. That's that's a good point. A few more here. LeBron James. Um, I mean, he's the greatest of this generation. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, uh, hard to argue that one. Um, not a fan of him. I think he's kind of soft, to be honest. Um, I used to I'm be a not, fan of him. Yeah, I mean, I he's fun to watch at times, but other times it's just like he just kind of disappears and he doesn't mm-hmm. play any sort of defense. And right. he's he's just he's too opinionated as well. Which I mean, I, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I mean, I want athletes to have strong opinions, but sometimes he just says his opinion to say his opinion. Kyrie Irving. Um unlikable i've never liked flat earther um <laughs> anti-vaxxer yeah he's got some strange uh he's a he's, he's an odd bird and the brooklyn nets broke down and let him back which yeah is, but he's in protocol already yeah i mean that that was so, quicker than i even thought it would be uh-huh. so and clay thompson um i think he's gonna be back in january didn't they just announce that him uh, and then the kid from memphis that they drafted Oh, um, you know, what I'm talking about the kid who barely yes. played in college. Yeah. He didn't, but was it Wiseman? Yes. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Wiseman? So they, the rich gets richer in, yeah, the, in the Warriors. They're looking pretty dang good. Um, Jordan Poole has been a revelation for them. I didn't think he'd be nearly this good in the NBA when he was at oh. Michigan. Uh, but I Clay think Thompson, about Michigan guys all the time. That's a good point. Um, Clay Thompson, one of the best pure shooters I've ever seen. Yeah, and he plays on the same yeah. team as the greatest NBA that's shooter the greatest ever. Shooter ever. Yep. <laughs> so that's going to do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and Law Office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 Fort Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, contact Rhett today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Three winners, three losers of the NFL week. Uh, Number one on my winners list, the Indianapolis Colts. They're on Uh, my list as well. You picked them to win. I had New England for six. And the Colts uh, won. I mean, they only ended up winning by 10 points, but – they won a pretty dominating fashion. I mean, mm-hmm. they, yeah. you know, New England usually pretty good stopping the run. They couldn't stop the Colts rushing attack. Colts didn't need to pass it much. Colts defense did what they do, forced turnovers, played smash mouth style defense. And uh, this Colts team is playing some good football yeah. right now. They are, I would say right now, they might be the second best team in the AFC. I, mean, I wouldn't Chiefs want to play rolling, them in the playoffs. But Colts, I mean, they've won what eight of their last 11 or something like that eight of their last 10 and for the um, first time in fan franchise history that i can remember they have a team built to play in bad weather built to play Cold in weather. bad weather carson winston do really anything on saturday but jonathan taylor has scored 17 touchdowns since the start of october yeah which if is I'm insane a, if i'm a colts fan and looking to get a jersey i'm getting 28 yeah um he might be our first running back mvp in years yeah, I mean, um, he, I can't he's say he doesn't deserve it. Type season, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been absolutely dominant for them. Um, so, yeah, they're they're a scary team come playoff time, and I think they'll get to at least the second weekend. 
Yep. They're only one game back behind Tennessee now. For yeah, division. and I, it wouldn't surprise me if they end up winning the division because Tennessee is kind of reeling here. Right. So uh, Another winner. Pittsburgh Steelers. Me too. I mean, they uh, – it got a big goal line stand when they needed it against the mm-hmm. Titans, forced some turnovers late. And, uh, you know, we keep saying Big Ben's playing bad, which he's not playing good. But the Steelers keep finding ways to keep in the mix, and they're probably yeah. going to find themselves in the playoffs. Can't figure them out. There, there's a lot of teams you can't figure out in the AFC, but the Steelers are one of them. Uh, that was a big win for them just to stay in the race, especially with Baltimore really struggling right now. Um, that whole AFC North is a big question mark. Right yeah, you, you don't know what you're going to get week from week to week from any of those guys. So I'm going to check the score of Cleveland uh, Vegas. Um, I'm, I'm actually watching it right now. Cle- Cleveland's up ten to seven with a minute left in the third. Um, no, Ra- Raiders are up ten to seven with a minute left in the third, and the Raiders are inside the almost inside the red zone. See, the Boilers um, are up seventeen to nine right now. That's it. I thought it'd yeah, be like at least twenty four to four. Uh, a little over seven minutes into the game. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Give Give me another winner of yours. My last winner, and some people might find this odd because it's a team who lost this week. The Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> They're a winner because they got rid of that yeah. cancer. That is Urban Meyer. He's they gone. They get some fresh air in there. Some fresh voices. Rumor has a Byron Leftwich might be the lead candidate for that job. He's the OC in Tampa Bay. And then he played for Jacksonville. Zero points last night on Sunday night football as offense does. Maybe that rumor's out there already and and, and, uh, bothering some things. But of course, Chris Godwin going down with an ACL tear hurts Tampa Bay pretty bad. Mike Uh, Evans, I think was out for the game at halftime. So is Leonard Fournette. That doesn't help things, but uh, yeah, the um, Jaguars, even though they lost to the Texans, uh, they're a winner of mine. Um, Cincinnati Bengals were my last winner, um, going on the road to Denver, which, um, I think Denver's right at 500 at home. They are, yeah. Four and four um, at home. Yep. But still that's a difficult place to play. And that was a game Bengals absolutely needed to have to stay in it. And now they find themselves at, I think they're eight and six again. Yes, um, they are. Yep. Or eight and six now, two games above yep. 500. Um, so they're staying right in it. So that was a big yep. win for them. Yeah, I, three I, losers. I, I I thought that was an elimination game for those two teams mm-hmm. with their rainy schedule, and then Cincinnati came out victorious. Yep. Uh, three losers. I got the Los Angeles Chargers as a loser. Me too. Had Kansas City on the ropes. Should have beat them. Should have beat them. And you let them off the hook, around. and now they're going to win the division again. And 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 I've already come to grips with. I think they'll win the AFC again. Yep, I I'm right there with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chargers had an opportunity. Um, big opportunity there, yeah. and uh, they can't get over that hump. They just can't do they it. They couldn't. I mean, they kind of messed around, went for it on fourth downs, down a couple times, and didn't get it. Um, they, but they you have to one. do that a couple times. It seems like against and, Kansas yeah, City, but they probably did it one to. more time than they needed to. And I, I'm going to be one of those guys. It sucks that a coin flip essentially decided that game because you know yeah. if you lose, there's a handful of quarterbacks in the NFL. You lose the coin flip in overtime, you're going to lose. 100%. Patrick Mahomes obviously one of those quarterbacks, and that's what happened to the Chargers. Now they gave Patrick Mahomes two minutes to go down and try to tie the game, and he did it in like 45 seconds at the end of regulation. Yeah. Um, so the defense could have played a little better, but uh, Mahomes kind of tough to handle there. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona Cardinals are one of my other losers. Mine too. Yep. Um, they're doing what they did last year, where they started losing to bad teams in December. Um, they're now likely not going to get that number one seed. I think the Packers have all but clinched it, essentially, especially with Tampa Bay losing last night. Um, they were listless. Like, they looked horrendous for a majority of the game. I know they lost DeAndre Hopkins uh, for the season earlier in the week, but that offense looked terrible. The defense looked bad as well. Jared Goff tore them to pieces. That's a terrible loss. And uh, tell Tim and Jamie and Show Nation out there what you told our uh, friends group me about Cliff Kingsbury, who you compare him to. Yes, so I compare him to Fran McCaffrey um, of the Iowa Hawkeyes, the head basketball coach, because every year they play really good up until about early February, and then the rest of the year you know it's coming. The Fran collapse is coming, (laughs) and uh, I think we're starting to see a theme here with Cliff Kingsbury, and they have a huge, huge game on Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts that they need to bounce back to – Try to not uh, have that narrative become a thing. Yeah, I think the Cardinals, I still think they'll make the playoffs, but I 
I don't think they do much damage in the playoffs at this point. No. Yeah. Um, they haven't looked good here the past couple of weeks, really. Sure haven't. So uh, my last losers, Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, we have the three same uh, losers. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, got shut out at home, or Tom Brady got shut out at home for the first time in 15 years. Uh, Nick Saban's Miami Dolphins defense actually shut him out in 2006. Do you know Drew um, Brees and Peyton Manning never got shut out? It's crazy. It's really yeah. difficult to get shut out um, in the mm-hmm. NFL, but uh, it happens every once in a while. I didn't think I'd ever see Tom Brady get shut out again, but uh, here we are. Big win for the Saints, too. Huge. They are now, I think, I mean, the seven seed in the I mean, NFC. That seven yeah. seed NFC team is probably not going to have a great record. So uh, yeah. they're fighting. They're fighting. Yeah, they're hanging in there. So that uh, how's our three winners and losers are. I think we had five of the six were the same. Yeah, yeah. The only one I had the Jaguars as a winner, and you had the Bengals. Yeah, that's it. I think that's so, the most we've had in common all year. Yeah. I agree. So going on to picks for, let's see, the third straight week. And it doesn't even matter. There's four games left, and I've already clinched it because I think we picked the same We picked the same teams um, for these games, and our point totals were pretty close to each other. And I had like a trying to, I'm trying to virtually like hand that. you this belt. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Third yep. straight week. Um, I think I've pretty much clinched the season again for the second straight year. Well, it's you, Christmas time. So you should I'm just feeling, be used to it. Pretty uh, friendly and nice. I already gave you the uh-huh. birdie bogey for the year. And you're yeah. a good co-host, so I thought I might might as well give you the NFL pick them too. To put the I, I, on top. I don't win a whole lot at many things, so it feels pretty dang good that I were to uh, win this one. So. Uh, and I wonder why but, I struggle uh, at betting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I struggle at betting too, and I the weeks I don't bet are the weeks that I uh, win the pick'em. Yep, but, yep. Uh, uh, this week's pick'em I thought was hard to predict because it, it's a tough one. Good a lot matchups. of these teams are playing today or tomorrow, and I want to see how right. they play yeah. before I pick these games. Yeah. And who, they'll probably still have COVID issues. Yep. A lot of teams will probably still have it. So we don't know. I just picked it like everyone's healthy. I did too. Essentially, uh, so way. start starting on Thursday night. We have San Francisco 49ers at the Tennessee Titans. Talk about a team I wouldn't want to face right now if they make the playoffs, yeah. the San Francisco 49ers. They're starting to roll. Jimmy Garoppolo's playing the style of football they need him to play. Titans are kind of going in the opposite direction. Uh, these are two teams I was high on coming into the season. I'm going with the Niners on the road for four points. I, um, yeah, Niners are rolling, but I'm taking Tennessee for eight. Okay. They need to bounce back in a big way. They had an opportunity at Pittsburgh and kind of choked that thing away. Um, Tennessee's not a good team without Derrick Henry, though, and it's kind of showing. Tennessee for eight. Uh, Cleveland at Green Bay. Christmas Christmas Day game, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Green Bay right now looks like the outlier for the NFC, Mm -hmm. the number one seed. Uh, Once again, got to get home field. Uh, I know Cleveland's playing right now. They've been affected by COVID, but like you said, I tried to pick these as if everybody's healthy. I still think Green Bay's far and away the better team. I have the Packers for 14 points. I have Green Bay for 16. Regardless (laughs) of who's playing for Cleveland, I don't see Green Bay losing at home to this Browns team on Christmas Day. It's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Yep. So 16 points. Um, Christmas night, great matchup here. Indianapolis Colts at Arizona. I got to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Stephanie, for this one. I could not decide. I said, who do you think is going to win, Colts or Cardinals? And she says, I think the Colts win. Didn't the Cardinals just lose to the Lions yesterday? I said, they did. So I'm taking the Colts. She's learning. She's learning. Uh, Colts for two points. I'm taking the Cardinals for seven. Um, I debated switching it before the show, but I stuck with my gut because – I mean, Colts are playing such good football, and the Cardinals are not. But I think the Cardinals are kind of desperate at this point. Sure, and they Backs find a way corner. to get her done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a weird team, aren't they? Um, hard to kind of figure yeah. them out. They're boring, but they're staying in the mix for the playoff home for that seven seed. Um, I'll take Atlanta at home for eight. I took Atlanta at home for three. I think Detroit hangs in there, though. Yeah, One surprise if they get it done. Um, I think they really like playing for Dan Campbell. He's kind of a goofus, but uh, I mean, players seem to like him, so maybe they're uh, give him another year at least. Give him another year. Yeah, I mean, why not? And I think I think they will. He probably deserves it. 
Um, Baltimore at Cincinnati. This is a, this was a tough one to pick. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it was almost a coin flip game. I'm going with the home team, the Cincinnati Bengals, for five points. I assume Lamar Jackson will be back, although Tyler Huntley played really well yesterday in his absence. Um, and I mean, John Harbaugh, he's ballsy, man. He needs to stop calling the same. <laughs> yeah. He needs to stop calling the same play call for that two point conversion. But right. uh, I like the I like going for it there, especially against Aaron Rodgers, because again, you're relying on a coin flip then to see who's going to win essentially, because you know Rodgers is going to march down there and score a touchdown if he gets True. it first. Uh, but I assume Lamar Jackson's back. Give me Baltimore for two. I think this is another elimination game for Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Um, that um, place should be rocking, the jungle. It should, absolutely. Uh, L.A. Rams at Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I got the I got the Rams for six here. I think um, I would like to see the Rams play tomorrow night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, think, I think the Rams kind of woke up the last, uh, what was it, just last week they had a good win. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll take the Rams for six. I have the Rams for nine. Um, huge win last week at Arizona on Monday night. Um, I think that was kind of their time to turn things around. I didn't realize we only have five minutes yeah, left. Yeah, we got so, to fly here. Uh, Buffalo at New England. Uh, Buffalo got the – or New England got the better of Buffalo the first time. I think Buffalo uh, flips it on New England. I got Buffalo for three. I agree. I have Buffalo for five, though. Uh, Jacksonville at the New York Jets. Jets for 16. I'm I'm done picking the Jaguars. Oh man, that's ballsy. I love it. Uh, I I only have the Jets for four. I don't. I and I knew you probably wouldn't. I was like, I got to do something different this week. That's awesome. I like it. Um, Giants at Philadelphia. Eagles for nine. Wish I would have picked them more with Jandel Jones being out for the season. I have the Eagles for ten. Tampa Bay at Carolina. I got the Buccaneers for ten. Wish I would have picked them for more. I have Tampa Bay for twelve. I think it's. Matt Rule might be done after this year. Um, yeah. He keeps – he's kind of doing some dumb things, saying some dumb things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. Chargers at the Houston Texans. Chargers for 15. Uh, I have the Chargers for 13. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks for 13. I have the Seahawks for 14. Uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City for 12. I have Kansas City for 15. Um, I don't see Pittsburgh getting even close. Uh, Denver at Las Vegas. I hate this. I got the Broncos for one just because I'm spiteful and I can't pick the Raiders over the Broncos. Um, Raiders might end up losing to Nick Mullen tonight. They're up six and they're getting the ball back with 14 minutes left. Um, But they haven't looked good at all. But give me Vegas for six. Broncos have had a rough time against the Raiders on the road, it feels like. And they might – Drew Locke might have to start for them, and that's not good news. I assume he will, considering Bridgewater was – Yeah, he's out of the hospital today, thankfully. He's in concussion protocol. But that was was very, very, very scary. Yeah, you might want to shut him down for the year. Yeah, I'd be fine with it at this point. It is what it is. Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys for 11. I have Cowboys for 11 as well. Um, although they didn't really light it on fire yesterday against the Giants. Found a no. way to win. They're sitting there at a pretty quiet 10-4, and four, really. Yeah, they are. Um, Monday night game, we have the Miami Dolphins have won six in a row against the New Orleans Saints. The Miami Dolphins, six in a row. National television, uh-huh. J-Man's got to be feeling pretty good. I'm putting a kiss of death on it. New Orleans <laughs> for seven. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those where they've won six in a row. Five of those teams are horrendous. Hey, you got to play who you got to play. I mean, who's on your yeah, schedule? So you, you got to beat them. New Orleans coming off a shutout, um, shutting out Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm doing what you do and go with your heart, and I have the Dolphins for one point. I like it. I like it. Dolphins on Monday Night Football usually don't go very well for me, <laughs> but uh, I'm taking the fish. Yeah, that'll be enjoyable. Uh few days after Christmas to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, only two weeks left, three weeks left. Yeah. It's, uh, it's flown by, but it's, uh, getting yeah. fun. Not it's for me, stirred. for my fan base, but or my <laughs> fandom, but I mean, I, I motioned how I, I said on multiple occasions, how much I hate this team yesterday, but, uh, yeah. yeah heads are going to roll in a couple Let's weeks. See, uh, how much Purdue's up. I can't tell. My app is broken. I'll check. I kind of don't want to check, but I'll check. 
31 18. So they're not stretching it too much. Man, incarnate words hanging in there, only down 13. Ryan Tannehill has 18 rush touchdowns since joining the Titans 2019. That's the third most ever. Not third most ever. That's the third most by any quarterback since 2019. Lamar Jackson? No. Oh, shoot. I was, I that was the one I was making on. Oh, man. Uh, Josh Allen? Josh Allen is one. Yeah. 21. That was. Uh, I didn't think uh, you'd get Allen. I thought you'd uh, get this other guy. Who the heck runs the football as a quarterback? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, is it Taysom Hill? No. You th- you think he has 20 rushing touchdowns? I don't know, Josh. I'm looking over at my thing to even think of the teams. I'm having such a bad brain freeze right now. Just give it to me. I'm going to be mad. You are going to be mad. It's Kyler Murray. Yeah, I told you I was going to be mad. <laughs> I, I got to come up with – I got to study more for 2022 or something. I'm now like a million strokes down. I'm Holy five, four. I think, five. Are you? Maybe I haven't updated in a while because I've been up so. I don't know. It depends if I was feeling nice last week and gave you a par or not, but uh, yeah, whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. But uh, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope everybody has a great Christmas with their family this week. Yes, sir. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back at it next Monday, December twenty seventh, for our last show of twenty twenty one. See you already, Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later.